Thank you for listening to the Restless Podcast. This long Memorial Day weekend here in the United States, we did not want to leave you without any Restless to take with you. So here is a reaction to J-Mac on Tim Keller Watch. This clip comes from our first patron hangout. You can join our patron and get tons more content like this for three bucks a month. That's patreon.com slash the restless podcast. We are going to listen to a clip. I don't know if you, uh, if this went around and I'm sure I'm not sharing the audio, so I got to stop that share. So in a recent sermon, so J-Mac is a very interesting character when it comes to the YRR, which we often talk about, right? We often talk about how he was kind of totally left out of, he was an early critic of Mark Driscoll. And at least as far as I am in the Mark Driscoll podcast, he's not getting interviewed and neither is Phil Johnson. Um, and so I'll just, I'm just going to spoil it for you. They, they don't get interviewed. <laughs> I, I, I'll put it this way. I, I was not expecting uh, in the last three or four, or whatever we have left, we, uh, that that was going to be the case. Um, but in a recent sermon, um, and so this got reshared, this clip. Um, and so obviously this is shared by someone who's mad at Tim Keller. You don't have to be mad at Tim Keller uh, to enjoy this clip or not. It is John MacArthur. So neither Michael and I have listened to this as is normal. Listen to this. Um, but it is John MacArthur talking about the need for an urban, uh, like some kind of, I don't know if it's like an urban missiology or an urban theology. And so I thought it would be interesting because actually there's, other than Tim Keller, right? There's almost no one in a more urban setting than John MacArthur really, right? LA, like Orange County. I mean, um, now, Michael, if you had to pick, would you rather live in New York City or L.A.? I think I know my answer. I, I thought about it a little bit, and I'll ask my wife. She would have, obviously have to get some say if I was going to take a call to to Grace or uh, to Redeemer. But Wow. I, that's a, so that's a tough call. Um, I, so I've been to L.A. Uh, uh-huh. very, you know, minimally uh, for a very short time. I was there for maybe just under a week once. Um, I have never been to New York. So I just feel like it's, I feel like it's not fair. I don't know. <laughs> I don't yeah. know, but I, I did not enjoy LA. So I'm just going to say New York. Yeah. Claire is from New York. Uh, someone else said that they have roots in New Island. York. I'll just yeah. say New York. So, so I feel like, uh, I feel like for me, the answer is probably New York on the merits of the city um, and the merits of public transportation. However, the weather in LA it's good weather. It's good weather. <laughs> That's why people pay way too much money to live there right now. And so I don't know. Anyone else have a choice? Claire, would you move to LA if we if you had the chance? No, because you just you're stuck in traffic the whole time. Yep. Yep. And and all that nice weather 24 7, 365, it's like it doesn't really grow you, I feel yeah. like it. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> That is a great answer. Yeah. <laughs> Anybody, anyone want to pick LA over New York? Any? Well, I guess Dean might have. He is a uh, he's a West Coast guy, so we uh, we lost our West Coast guy to the work of the church. So I'll pick LA just because I think they have good trails outside of town there to run on. Oh, ri- oh there you go. 
Yeah, once you get out of, you got to get, get out of LA. You got to move a little bit north, uh, east, I think. But, yeah. And as the I, the beach is like in New York. I mean, LA's got some, you know, that area's got some nice beach front. But this is my baby's probably the Jersey Shore right next to New York, right? Yeah, that's right. Okay, you do have the Jersey Shore. The Shore. All right. Well, so, <laughs> so let's listen to this clip. Should I? Uh, so this clip, in case you are just listening to this in audio later, this clip is called John MacArthur Rebukes Tim Keller's Pet Theology. So this is not uh, from a uh, unbiased source. Um, I did not get this from a uh, person just, uh, and this is also not from the Grace to You channel. So I probably shouldn't blame uh, J-Mac for naming this little sermon clip, uh, this. So uh, we'll just play it and we'll see uh, what he has to say. Oh, I've, I've heard frequently over the last few years that the church has an urban mandate. An urban mandate to redeem the cities. All right, quick one, one quick thing here. All right, I just want a quick show of hands. Raise your hand if you think he is going to name Tim Keller in this clip. Because I'm going to... We got one. We got a tentative another one. Yeah, I, I think I don't know. I don't think we're gonna get a name. And I, <laughs> I think that that is uh gonna continue on that brand of how this is gonna go. So here we go. Very popular. Then we are to engage in social causes. Yes, we are to love people. Yes, we are to be charitable. Yes, we are to be kind. But what is the urban mandate? What What is the message that we should have to the cities? Let me, All let right, me before we let him tell us, um, Amy, this, my wife, in case you're wondering, I know you can't use this for a woman, but she is a, she is a J-Max stan, even though he is not a, a covenant theologian. So what does that mean? A stan is like you kind of are like you're like a defender, like you like you're like you're a, you're big into this. So, yeah. Pastor Michael, as we would normally do, I, as I normally like to put you on the spot, he's about to tell us what the message for the cities would be. He's a gospel minister. You are our our gospel minister, and Josh will have you join in too. So now we can put you on the spot as well. He's about to give us what is the message for the cities today and he's gonna he's obviously not just so you know both josh especially you who's not a host on this show the answer is not going to be be charitable join into social causes that is not going to be but pastor michael pastor josh what would you tell uh, our friends in cities um we'll see how close you guys get to mr j mac i mean as a general rule of thumb uh, repent and believe the gospel is the message of the church to anyone, right? So this is, I mean, this is the message. That's what I would say. Great. Josh, tell us what you think. Yeah, I think that's important. I, I've never really seen the need to parse out different geographical or types of areas where people live. Everyone equally leads to the gospel. And I feel like missionally, the church needs to care just as much about the city as rural areas as suburban areas. And I've never been a, I think people can be called to different areas, but I don't know if there needs to be a predisposition mentality to one of those areas over another. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah, I think that gets at the question of the like, I think that obviously there are there are missional strategies, but the idea of kind of ever making my call everyone else's call is kind of right is always the root of the let's be honest that's a, i mean this is really easy to do right where you just i mean this is how i see the world how i operate how i you know uh, work we probably do it sometimes even when we're talking about people like keller or others where it's like hey this is this is the world i know and i see and i experience and so i'm going to read you know every tweet somewhat in light of that and it's a little bit i mean it's a, it's it's something you can't fully get out of i think that you know you can be aware of it but uh, that is a common common uh you know thing that all of us could fall into well let's let's listen to how john MacArthur um what his answer to the question is tell you what it is it's in matthew 11. here's matthew 11 20. speaking of jesus then he began to denounce the cities did you hear that not oh no, Amy. Then oh he yes. Began to denounce <laughs> the cities. Yeah. Uh, in which wow. most of his miracles were done because they didn't repent. That is the urban mandate. Tell them if they don't repent, they're going to be under judgment. That is the message. Woe to you, Chorazin. Woe to you, Bethsaida. For if the miracles that occurred in Tyre and Sidon which occurred in you, they would have repented long ago in sackcloth and ashes. Nevertheless, I say to you, it will be more tolerable for Tyre and Sidon in the day of judgment than for you. And you, Capernaum, will not be exalted to heaven, will you? You will descend to Hades. For if the miracles had occurred in Sodom which occurred in you, it would have remained to this day. Nevertheless, I say to you, it will be more tolerable for the land of Sodom in the day of judgment than for you. Really? Sodom was destroyed because of homosexuality. You mean it's going to be a worse judgment on Cincinnati, Ohio than it Thoughts was on Cincinnati? <laughs> um, by the way, just um, we'll let this. <laughs> Thoughts and prayers. <laughs> Sodom, why? Because Cincinnati, Ohio has heard the gospel. Wow, what a you know, what a massive bummer. For Cincinnati, Ohio, Cincinnati, Ohio listeners, love to have you on the show. Um, <laughs> um, but wow! Uh, all right, Michael, what do you think about this? Right, he 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 did this in classic Baptist style. He came with a chapter and verse here, and where Jesus denounces the cities. Yeah, I mean, I thought generally, again, I you know, I like uh, J Mac. I thought for sure he would say repent, or you know, so right. I'm I'm in agreement. With that, I think uh, all people in every city everywhere should uh, should confess with their mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe him in their heart. They should repent of their sin. I'm in full agreement on on that portion. And if they do not, there is judgment to come. Yeah. Yeah. I think that this is a reminder. It's, I still think I have to write out my thoughts on this. We'll let Amy, who cringed during her you know, one of her favorite guys uh, going on there. Um, but I think <laughs> what what it makes me, again, want to do is I do think doing something on the theology of, uh, of thinking about cities would be good because I think what you're getting here is you're getting like 
I mean, right. He's obviously taking the con to Tim Keller's the city is the best thing that's ever happened to people. And he's taking the con of that, which is fine. And, and what that means is the, the idea of, of cities is really complicated in the scriptures and the scriptures don't, and maybe that's just the simple answer. And maybe it would be a horrible episode. Cause the answer is like the scriptures don't have a, like, it's your job to love the city or, the city is abysmal, right? Like it, it's, you know, it's, I think what would be interesting is right where we have in Revelation, where Revelation gets to the point where it tells them to come out of her, right? Like the Christians, the things that Christians need to do is they need to flee all the influences of Rome at that point. However, right earlier in the book of Acts, right? Paul and the apostles are like, we are going to, Paul is like, I'm going to get to the marketplaces. I am going to go to where as many people are. And so it's just this very interesting way to think, think differently about the, where there's a little bit more going on in the city. Um, and yeah, I think even Genesis has an interesting uh, perspective on that. But Amy, why were you made uncomfortable? J-Mac does look really old now. That was... I did not expect that. I've not watched. I mean, he is old. Before. How old I know. is he? He's, I mean, he's really old. Yeah, he is. I mean, he's really still 80s. going, but how old is he? He's in his early 80s. Wow. So. I feel like he looks good for 80s. He probably does. I mean, he does. I don't see a lot of 80 year olds, so I'm, I don't have a good frame of reference. Mm. But I guess your grandparents, Amy, are, but they're a farmer. Oh, my so. grandpa's going to be 90. So. And he's. He looks good for 90. He can though. still like lift kids onto hay bales yeah so know, he's so. uh yeah, farm stock man he's what you you hope to be at 90 oh. good old iowa farmers do you have any any i don't know i don't interact with john MacArthur as much like watching him right you I feel just like as i i love his bible study commentaries i love them but i i don't know i think he always comes off as this way and i am always shocked by it he does <laughs> like, he does he d- just so like you know, just, he does. Every- it just comes off so like so abra- like abrasive. Can I say that? Yeah, and yeah. be nice. Yeah, I, yeah. He's I I call him endearingly. I call him Johnny Mac in, yeah. in our house. So but no, you're. I like him. You're like the you're like the one hardcore J Mac fan in the world who yeah. doesn't love that he comes across as abrasive. Like that's like a <laughs> that's not a bug. That's a feature for. <laughs> about everyone but you who yeah, just reads perfect. his bible studies yeah yeah so um, anyway i think to add the context like we've already said though like j mac is he's in a city right he's ministered yeah, in a city context and yeah. in a very like you know very uh antagonistic city context for a long time right. and done very well right. like his church has done very well and they've done a lot of they've even done a lot of like social work yeah. out of the church you know so that's what's interesting about you know his talking about these things yeah is that clearly his method of going about this which you know by the way just as much as there are those who take what keller says as like like he's the guy uh, same thing same thing with jay oh, mack sure. right i mean there are people right. like this is it he's everything yeah, he, right. his methods are everything uh but i mean his way of doing it has been primarily I'm just going to teach through the Bible in this particular way. And that's how we're going to do it. 
you know, I mean, that's, it's just a different, it's a different style. It's a different way of doing it, but he's in a very similar overall context as somebody like Keller. I think that was why I found it somewhat hard to believe that you're talking about a city in such like a, this is dirt, it's dirty kind of way while you live in one, well, you know, I, I, I he don't, lives in LA, so I'm forgive like, him. Well, <laughs> yeah. So I, I mean, I understand, you know, um, but yeah, just, yeah, I, I agreed with what you said, Michael, like the point of what you, what you think, like what you hoped he would say and that he did say it. But he had a lot more words in there. <laughs> I mean, he again, like, this is this is why I, I wish he would name names a little bit, because when you're just like, I'm we need to denounce cities a little bit more. Right. That's like, OK, do well, we is so, that, you know, he's so truthful, he could just do that and he could get away with it. Like well, what's interesting is that, uh, like in that text, so obviously it's a weird way to do it. Like, well, Jesus denounced cities. Well, in that text, he denounces some cities, uh, but he, he doesn't speak completely negatively of all cities. Right. And so there's, you know, there's, there's just a little bit of, of play in there anyway, in how he you know, uses that text. It's a, it's sure an eye grabbing text, right? Where he it is right. <laughs> But yeah, I think, I think it's, I mean, I, again, I think that it is, it comes back to, as I was mentioning, what you see, even in Genesis, where the sons of Cain are developing technology and they're like achieving like good things for humanity, but they are still the lost. They're still like, they are still not um, the sons of God. They still don't call on the name of the Lord. Right. And it seems like one of the points of Genesis if you can imagine how fundamental that would have been in the bronze age, Hey, these people who are basically taking civilization forward, they may not ultimately be on uh, God's side, which is a thing that can be hard to hold straight. Um, So, you know, it was, I know that that is not me sounding that post mill, but what can I do? Um, um, So does anyone else want to, uh, jump in give us your thoughts especially if you're from a city um or or if you're from cincinnati ohio it might be better if you if you just uh pray for pray for cincinnati for a little while tonight originally from columbus ohio okay nearby cincinnati they put chili on spaghetti which is i think an abomination that does deserve some sort of divine retribution i just feel like i don't know if it's helpful to take i feel like he's trying to take that text as if it's a one i feel like he's taking something descriptive and making it prescriptive Mm. um or he's at least presenting it that way and i just i don't know if that's a helpful perspective to have of cities or to potentially go the opposite direction and idealize again i live in i grew up in a city in columbus i live in a town of 850 people um i I don't know if it's helpful to to look at areas where people live as being like focusing on the judgment for them over focusing on the fact that every person everywhere needs the gospel and that is the hope for the world and yeah, there's a lot of lost people in a city. 
in my small town, there's a lot of lost people who don't even know that they're lost because it's a highly churched area. Um, and so there's just, there's different challenges in either type of community. Um, and between Keller and, and MacArthur, I think there's probably a better answer somewhere in the middle between the two. Right, Midwest, not East Coast or West Coast. I think um, I smack dab right in. It's probably if you just like you know trace it out on a map. I bet it would land in Lacrosse, Wisconsin. I'm just guessing. It is, it, it is interesting <laughs> to think. It is interesting to think about that Jesus is potentially the actual like spicy condemnation Jesus is bringing. It's probably not regarding like population centers, but that he's talking to Jews. Right, yeah. that he's talking to the covenant people of God and saying, yeah. like, hey, you yeah. you could be the right, the yep. ones who, who will right. There'll be greater judgment upon you because you have the revealed will of God and you've rejected right. him. And you have now the son of God doing miracles in your midst, and you've rejected him. That is the point. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Other other anyone else got another? Any other takes on this before we uh, will we'll at least call it on this video? Well, I don't know what uh, I don't know what kind of significance this has, but you're talking about Cain and the children of Cain. And it is interesting. You know, God says you're going to be, con you know, you're going to wonder for the rest of your life. And then he immediately goes out and builds a city. <laughs> yep, it is. It is. It is. Again, this is part of why the uh, there is this interesting complication. And he does it because he he feels unsafe, right? He's yes. doing it. He doesn't he doesn't trust God to not um, kill him uh, or let him be killed. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, and that we have to do. We got to do a theology of cities sometimes. Right. As as somebody who lives in a more rural area outside a of a very small city that most people would not consider a, a city at all. I think that we should do a theology of cities sometime because this would be really fun. Hey, I hope you enjoyed this clip. Rate and review this show. You know what? I'm going to do something special for the next two people who join us on Patreon. In honor of Johnny Mac being a dispensationalist, we are going to give away a copy of Rob's book comparing covenant theology and dispensationalism to the next two people who join us on Patreon. Join now. Hurry it up, quick.